Welcome to Film Tweakers. Picaresque audio reviews of all your favorite films. A film tweak is similar to a commentary track on your favorite videotape or laser disc, which, rather than being performed by actors or directors, contains the observations and stories of folks who have nothing to do with the production of the film and have no inside knowledge. Film Tweakers is a production of the work group. You can visit online at sisyphian.com for more tweaks and amusements. 3, 2, 1, Mark. Welcome, Tweak Hards, to uh, episode, what, 16, 17 of Film Tweakers. Sounds right. You've joined the... This is season two, episode two. SO2EO2 for torrenting Film Tweakers. The St. Patrick's Day edition of Film Tweakers. For that reason, tonight we have chosen a film that exemplifies or is a metaphor for immigration, invasion, immigrant invasion, which is what this <laughs> film... Uh, the Fears of the Irish Horde is what this film was an allegory I thought it was about for how you felt or how you're going to feel Monday when you leave the house. I'm not going anywhere until after the 18th. I think I think every place should close, you know. Like that film which I have not seen, but there's some movie where like murder and stuff is legal for the day. Oh, uh The Purge, I think. Is that what it's called? Yes. I have not seen that either. They should do that on St. Patrick's Day. So, like, <laughs> regular people just lock up. You know, the co-op's locked up. Trader Joe's is locked up at, like, a fortress. And anyone who's out on St. Patrick's Day, it's legal to kill them. Anyone in green. It's just a proposal for a film and for a law. Yeah, I don't know if we should start recording yet. <laughs> Welcome, Tweak Hards, to episode 16, season 2, episode 2 of Film Tweakers. Tonight, we watch the anti-Irish immigration documentary, Red Dawn. So this is an allegory, an allegorical film. Yes, against the hordes of immigrants. For some reason, Irish, I, Mexican. my experience watching with it, it always felt... Uh, kind of transparent and not about that. Hmm. I don't know if John Milius was famous for subtlety. Yeah, no, I don't think so. You probably know this being a scholar of film yes, and I do of this. the Coens in particular, but are you yes. aware that... Yes, I am. Okay. I, I'll assume our audience does as well. Tweak cards, if you are not familiar with what we are referring to, stop this tweak. Get, you don't deserve to bent. hear this or any other film tweakers. You're like a child who wanders into... <laughs> <laughs> you miserable piece of <laughs> shit. Um, have we watched that? Uh, we did a, a text-based tweak of that, didn't we? We didn't do it on film? We didn't do it on so, tape. Uh, I think we the the only oh you guys did Barton Fink you and Dick Sean. Yeah. Uh, 
and we I think I wanted to do Lebowski, but neither one of us watches it. We just try to tweak. Oh, that's right. Talking for the right amount of time. We should tweak like whatever the movie is, an hour and a half or two hours. Tweak, and then we watch the film with the tweak playing and see how well we do. And then do not we that record, we have to recite the lines, do we record but that also. We make commentary on the film while it's not while we're not watching, and then we go back and check it out. You know, like I hate. Huh. I did that for the uh, the Eagles. Oh, I did that for Fight Club. I didn't watch that. Right. Well, you were talking with people who were watching right. it. I guess I meant we try to discuss the film. We don't just sit here and talk like we're doing now while the film plays in the background or does not uh, play, as the case may be. I thought you wanted to watch it and silently act yeah, it out and do a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show type thing with it. Huh. Have you ever done that? No, I have not. Interesting. Because sometimes they don't do the lines, they just shout stuff at the screen. Then you have to know what that stuff is, so you have to have gone there oh. before. I don't know how many times you've seen it. I've seen it more than 20, I'm yes. sure. There was one night I watched it all night. Uh, Multiple times? Back to back. No, like however long a night, however however long a night is, uh, that many times in a row. Jeez. I was in bed and it was playing on a. It was a legally purchased digital copy. That was just on a loop. So I was sitting in bed and it was playing on the computer. And when it stopped, it just started playing again. So it did it in a loop, however many times that is, while I sat there. I was. Uh, working on Marquee at the uh, time. Okay. I thought maybe you were like. I wasn't sitting there in a. I wasn't strapped to a chair. Had eaten in a, a speedball haze or anything. Doubled over in your bed. Couldn't move. With a gag full of hummus strapped to my head. Or a blender full of banana vomit next to your bed. It's been a while since I was fed bananas. Your feeder doesn't like to share that with you. No, bananas aren't fattening enough. Cookies and Brownies, cookies, soup, soup. bagels, cookie dough, red velvet cake, edamame. No bags of cinnamon, al cinnamon coated almonds. Five pound bags from TJ's <laughs> that mysteriously vanish huh. after t after they eat two or three of them. You're not gonna want those. They're just gonna make you sick. All these headphones I have on are giving me a headache. Let's uh let's start watching this film before I have a stroke. Alright. I'm paused at this black square immediately after the line disappears. Yes, me too. You hear that tweakers, tweak cards? Alright, so I'll do three, two, one play now. Ready? Three, two, one, play. Soviet Union suffers worst wheat. Well, that was fast. Uh, so Cuba and Nicaragua reach troop strength goals of 500,000. El Salvador and Honduras fall. This is too Green fast. Green Party. <laughs> Green's Party cont gains control of West German Parliament, demands. 
I guess it doesn't matter at this Are point. Are you going to rate this whole fucking thing? What about the England? The United States stands alone. John Milius stands alone. This part's scary. They took this from uh, Brazil, this footage. A Valkyrie film. Everything about this movie is just over-the-top asinine. And they use the same font for the Dirty Dancing logo. Oh, we didn't say. Uh, tonight we're watching 1984 film Red Dawn by John Milius, starring, starring the cast Baby. of the cast of uh, Dirty Dancing, Harry Dean Stanton, C. Tom C. Thomas Howell. Basically, the like B list or the off-brand Brat Pack. Huh. Everyone who failed to get to join the Brat Pack is in this oh, Brat, film. Uh, we don't have Emilio Estevez. We have his shitty brother, Charlie Sheen, for example. I would have thought Emilio course, Estevez was the shitty one. He was in the Brat Pack. Well, he was in Breakfast Club. He's probably the less, the lesser one now. Okay, mine's paused. Paused? My screen is paused. Direct, okay, directed by... I think it's fucked up that I'm, I'm you're open to video chat with me. September. I try to remember that. No city in the country looks like huh. this. Oh, what's like Well, there's no I cars lined up every square inch. It's like where I live. Yeah. This looks like Badlands in the 50s. I don't remember these these shots. I remember this guy. I remember leaving the theater when I was 13 years old and getting this tattooed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It was not this. It was the bumper sticker. The uh, you yeah. can have my gun right for my cold dead fingers. Here we go. Time to establish characters, build a rapport, sympathy. Chekhov's gun rack. <laughs> Chekhov's uh, Dodge Ram. Chekhov's Aardvark. What's taking so long for the... Don't have a non-speaking character in the, the first five minutes unless he's going to be the first one to die when attacking a oh, tank. Oh, wait, the kid with the trucker hat? Yeah. Afghanistan. Spoiler alert. Mm. Mm. That kid should take his hat off in class. That's pretty rude. Is that a 48-star American flag? Don't show a douchebag in the opening scene unless he's going to betray the group in the third act. <laughs> I don't know if this guy's telling the truth. Look at the size of that guy. Yeah, the top of his head is 
as tall as the transom windows. <laughs> we had a uh, uh, math calculus teacher in high school. He didn't ever get sh well. He could have been shot by a Soviet machine gun after I graduated, but he would leave the room to take his sweater off. Uh, every day, every class. Who was he, Mister Rogers? Like he'd overheat while teaching. Go out in the hall, take a sweater off, and come back in. He would have a shirt on underneath. I mean, he wasn't. He didn't come in bare chested like Putin. <laughs> but uh, it was odd that he would feel the need to do that. Maybe he had a tramp stamp, and his shirt would have been pulled up and exposed it. Huh. He should get a shirt garter. It's interesting that they had African American teachers in Colorado in the eighties. Or that the bullets took oh. almost. Why a do they have to, to shoot the, the first black man they see? Way to buck stereotypes, commies. This part made me sad when I was that kid's age. This would have been me. That would have been me. Which one? Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? Tackling that guy? I would not have been that guy. I, I would have tackled the... Uh, yeah, I would have done that. In my version of this movie, I'm I also I'm would have been dead. Robert, but later. Actually, I'm not already dead. I probably never uh, even appeared in this movie. <laughs> you broke your legs in the fall when your shoot didn't open. I'm probably. Uh, you're. I'm in you're that one of the station troops in Russia, like working in an office. Yeah, that's it. Which guy? Uh, uh, maybe I'm the guy You're just who the car? drives that school bus, but I've already left because I've already done my day's work by driving these kids to school. <laughs> You're at home. Yeah. You're the woman who sells toothbrushes in the in the store after they they invaded. How recently did you watch this? Here's you. Where that's me there laying dead. That's yeah, getting your head and your hand stamped on. That's too much of a story for me. Like that guy actually got shot. That's too interesting. A Cheyenne, not a Dodge Ram. This, are we led to believe that Parisian cleaners? You could have worked these, there. Uh, this invading force is probably taking over every small town, every city in the entire United States, or is this like their beachhead? That would be a ton of Russians. It seems like they would have picked a more significant city than a made-up right. one in Colorado. They just would have blocked it off. Like the port or a Oil, oil refinery or something. Look at those gas prices. Delayed sound effect, A+. That's actually interesting that 
gas was like sev- Has gas ever 75 been that cheap? cents. That was 1984. When I was in college in Atlanta, yeah. it was 99 cents. And that was like 12 years later. 12 years after that, it had gone yeah. up like 400%. You sound old as fuck right now. You sound like Henry Fonda in On Golden Pond. When I was your age, gas was 37 cents a gallon. Well, move back to China, bitch. I don't know what you're talking about. Native. What kind of asshole would put that on his truck? What kind of white guy would put that on his truck? talking about all those Coke cans? The guy has this... Patrick Swayze has a bumper sticker that says... Patrick Swayze has a bumper sticker that says native on the back of his truck. Uh, he's white as fuck. Uh, kind of pretentious shit would put that on his truck oh, that's out a, west. That's there a Colorado is. thing. It's like... <clears throat> I said that uh, I would... I guess you're not going to let me tell you what it is. Yeah, Colorado is a made-up place, FYI. I don't think that um, it has anything to do with being a Native American. Like, I know when I lived in Florida, a lot of people thought it was important to indicate that you were born and raised in Florida and that you weren't just a transplant. So people would say, like, I'm a Florida native, or someone in Colorado would say Colorado native. Yeah, no one's going to re- no one's gonna respect that. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. I, shit heels like this would respect it. Who wants to be... A Florida native. In the film on Golden Pond, Henry Henry Fonda is like 150 years old, telling some teenager that gas was cheaper when he was a kid to prove how old he was, and now you're doing the same thing. Uh, of course, everyone is aware that it's it's the, the circle it's the circle I'm of life. Shut up. Let me know when the movie's <laughs> over. I'm going to huh? go eat dinner. Let me know when the movie's over. That could have been you. One of those guys in the tank that just got wasted. Keep going. Keep oh, there's going. Danny. I forgot about Danny. Hello? Is anyone there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening to your stories. This is this would not be me. I would not be Danny. Because I wouldn't piss in the radiator. Because everyone there would see how small my penis was. And they wouldn't let me in the gang. Was he even aiming? This looks like a set. It's the same set as they used in... Uh, you can see through the building. It's the same set they used in... The Vietnam se- sequence of Twilight Zone. The one with John Lithgow.
So, I'm aware... You don't seem very organized. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. You're aware of what? I'm aware... Ask me. ...that uh, prices of everything go up over time. Ah. <laughs> I was yeah. not talking about it to try to <laughs> indicate how old I was. I found it interesting in light of the pricing shown in the movie in a particular time period to reflect on how quickly the prices went up in the last 10 years as opposed to the preceding 10. I guess someone who was someone who was someone who was someone who was so someone who was half my age could also reflect on that. It doesn't matter how old you are. Although yeah. I am old. If they knew what gas used to be. Well, they would have just seen it in this movie, and then they would have... True. If someone told me, like, a hamburger was a nickel in the 50s, I would think that was cheap. I guess. When I was that age, radios were that fucking huge. That's true. These days, and no one even know what he threw down. Someone born this year would have... What, what was that? Now who sounds old? That guy seems old to me. He seems older than I am now. He looks like he jumped ship. The student body president guy? Yeah, he's got a life preserver on. The guy's wearing a Star Wars hat like three years after the film came out. Nerd. You think those other two guys are embarrassed for wearing the same jacket? Oh, look at they're wearing the same. This is setting up some sort of duality. Those two guys have the same jacket and now they're Greco-Roman wrestling. Those two guys in the background Ah. have the same striped jacket. Take your shit. That guy was the Democrat, and Patrick Swayze is the Republican. Hey, didn't you think that Patrick Swayze wasn't a good actor? Look at that. Yeah, he's not. Look at that. Here he's playing himself, so it's the only film he's in that... You don't know who he is. believable. You lose. I would say he knows... He plays himself in Donnie Darko. Why don't they just kill... If they were to kill the student body president guy now, they could have all the stuff. One less mouth to feed. No one there would complain. He's like 19, by the way. Who? (laughs) Patrick Swayze. Wait. Calling them scared kids. on the show, or in the movie, or in real life at this point? In the movie. In real life here, he's like 45. But I think he like just graduated last year. How cold could it be in September? Let's drink some blood. The movie is 16 minutes old, and they're already out of the shit. Uh, C. Thomas Howell drinks blood 
at 19 minutes. Definitely before 20. Yes, sir. Where, uh, where do the... Why don't they just drive to Kansas? Where do the girls come from? Uh, they're in that guy's basement after the some bitches had got finished having their way with them. They're in, uh, that big guy's basement. Which big guy? That character actor. George Kennedy. What's that guy's name? Who's what? What kind of big? Fat, tall. Yeah, he, he's fat. He was in uh, that Alaska movie, that Alaska TV show. Alaska TV. North Face. Show. I didn't even know North Face was around back then. North Face. The North Northern Face exposure? is like Northern Exposure was the TV show. North Face is like a jacket or whatever, a lifestyle uh product. What are you talking about? The fat guy was in a North Face Oh, Jesus. Jacket? No, it's two different lines. There are two different lines of discussion here. A TV show called Northern Exposure, which is unrelated to the fact that there was a jacket company called North Face. What are you talking about North Face for? <laughs> the guy fucking had one in the previous scene. I don't, I don't think normal people wore that. <laughs> Not back then. Now it's like a lifestyle product, like Nike or something. Swayze seems to be cutting something. Probably a loaf of bread. Uh, red velvet cake. Looked like. My screen's frozen. Sounds going. There he is. Uh, I don't know much about camouflage. I think that's overkill. It's pretty and obvious that they are human beings. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Especially C. Thomas Howell. The one stuck sideways in the hat. I mean, wouldn't he be just as easy as to step behind a bush? Yeah. Just stand behind a tree or a plant. If I knew I wasn't going to be able to take a shower for a couple of years, I don't think I'd be sticking broken, Pouring blood down your throat. broken pine branches in my clothes. This sap is, is like the worst thing on earth to get on your skin. I probably told you. I don't know if I should reveal this in case the uh, NSA or the KGB is listening. But if you ever wanted to get me to confess, rather than, you know, cut off my testicles or waterboard me, if you just held like a bottle of syrup over my neck... <laughs> said you were going to pour maple syrup down the front of my shirt. I would just tell you whatever you needed to know. Really? Yeah. It's my nightmare to be like bathed in syrup with clothes on. Oh. Yeah, that's I don't even like having horrible. it in the house. I'm afraid to even like put it on a fork because it might touch my skin. I have stopped using maple syrup when I make pancakes and waffles and now prefer molasses. Ugh. Much, it is sweeter, better, I guess. Much better flavor. Molasses is sweeter than maple syrup? Probably. Maybe not. I wouldn't think so. Uh, maple syrup is no doubt better. 
when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to have maple syrup, uh, you know, because of the embargo. But uh, my dad was indoctrinated us into having cane syrup from sugar cane. Huh. So we thought that was better than maple syrup. It was sweet as hell. Uh, maple syrup is probably better. What embargo was happening? Oh, you remember uh, the war against northern aggression back in the 60s? The 1860s? Yeah, and they weren't allowed to bring maple syrup below the Mason-Dixon line. Okay. What about in 1982? Let's just say that Lee surrendered, but my dad didn't. <laughs> Jesus. Mr. Nice has some issues. Papa Nice. Nice. Why not just live in that town? What's so hard about living there? I mean, there's a giant building you can stay in. No one would know. Film Tweaker, Saturday only. Conoco. Lennon. <laughs> Fucking Lennon posters hanging up. I think you're ahead of me. There's Conoco. Where are you at? The new man arrives. Now I see Lennon. That Lennon sign is like the same as the uh, Hope sign. New man rises. There they are burning the copies of uh, Platts that were banned by Nevsky. Yeah, who is that Alexander Nevsky person that was on the marquee? He was a director. Film director. Film director. Oh, really? I think you're way ahead of me. They're talking to some woman in a store? They still are. He, she's saying get out of here. The apothecary, it looks like. Their Casio, uh, are they cash register? Are they still in there? Yes. How about? Nah, fuck it. I'm trying to think of a place to pause. I think we're at the same place. She's looking really nervous. There's a case of big roller ballpoint pens behind her. I guess it's like two seconds ahead. Five seconds. That means I'll get all the good. One-liners. No, yeah, you're gonna sail the shit before I get to. Pepto Bismol's. B minus. Pepto Bismol, huh? I pray for you. Fuck you, John Milius. I pray for you. It's the kind of thing you say to someone who's got, like, drug addiction or is, gonna kill themselves. Not a guy who's camping. So. Harry Is Dean that, Stanton. That's like a prison a plus. camp. Wouldn't you not re-education camp? Wouldn't you not want to walk around on the outside of that fence? Isn't that a little obvious? The fucker, I don't understand. They've only picked certain people to imprison. They don't there. know. Yeah, people they might think are you know gonna cause trouble. I see. Didn't you listen to what uh, that scared woman was saying? No, I didn't. You know, people with gun, people with guns, people with certain political affiliations, whatever. Huh. 
I mean, in reality, anyone who's not a, a communist Russian should be in the camp, I guess, but they picked up everyone who they thought would be a troublemaker. Uh, Have we seen that fat guy from the North Face commercials yet? Jesus. Uh, no, his name, though, is Barry Corbin. I just happened to remember out of the blue. Uh-huh. Corbin. He was also, the, like, he was also the general in uh, War Games, if I recall. Harry um, Dean Stanton, A+. Not Dabney Coleman. Not Dabney Coleman. Corbin Burns. He also was, he also was a third baseman in Major League. That is Corbin Burnson. Or no, A you're plus. talking about uh, Tom. I don't know if you're making Corbin. a joke or not. I'm talking about Barry Corbin. I don't know who Barry Corbin is. <laughs> Barry Corbin was in Major League. And some North Face commercial that you saw? Yes. Here's the, this Harry Dean Stanton was the principal in Breakfast Club. Uh, so he was actually... This is the second film he's been in, yelling at Charlie Sheen. Wait, what? Charlie Sheen was the Charlie Sheen was the jock in Breakfast Club. Okay. I think you're wrong about it's a, that. It's a coming of age film. I think you're gonna get the bull by the horns. Or get the horns from the bull. Mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's it. That's what Harry Dean Stanton said. Hook him. Dano, hook em, hook em horns. Rest in peace, the people who died in Austin last week. At the Mill Music Festival. Deshaun Warlock posted something on his MySpace page that was like, my thoughts are with Austin. What a tragedy. I saw that and I thought like a nuclear bomb exploded. So I clicked the news as fast as I could and like some guy got ran over and that was it. I think that happen, doesn't that happen every day? Two people got killed, maybe. Yeah. That seems like the average number. I mean, someone's going to be killed every day. Yeah, but not tragically. <laughs> Is there an untragic person being run down or murdered or like thrown off a building? Yes. Are Happily. You Absolutely. It's always a tragedy for someone. Um. I'm Although pretty sure somebody, at least one person in the United States dies every day, which yeah. either nobody cares about or anybody who does know is happy about it. I guarantee it. At least one a day. Ah. I, love I bet you, there's brother. someone who cares who doesn't know them when they hear the story. They say how terrible it is. Well, that's quite possibly what happened to these people in Austin. The only people who care are people who don't know them, like Deshaun. Anybody who knew the person was like, God, thank God he's dead. Good riddance. Some little kid drowned in a pool here a few weeks ago, and everyone was commenting how sad it was. They never even met the kid. Yes. If they cared so much about kids drowning, they should have been lifeguards. But they weren't. Because they didn't care. Much of phonies. Why doesn't Harry Dean Stanton just go out in the woods too? Seems pretty easy to Why just don't you come just and go. Here's Barry Corbin. Not watch the movie. 
I'm watching. Yeah, it. you've already seen them because you're ten minutes ahead of me. Looking forward to seeing. Who this is a second film he's t- he's been in that takes place in Colorado. Maybe he's one of those natives that you think about. I don't give a shit about it. I was just telling you what the sticker meant. I guess they don't believe in prying guns from cold dead hands in that house. Wonder if he had to lose weight for this role. I meant what I meant to say was, did you know he lost four hundred pounds for this role? He's usually fat as shit. Uh, but <clears throat> so what's wrong with this? Like this guy living under communist rule has a better life than I do. Look at all that jellies and the shit he has. He's got a fireplace, Chex Mix, two hot daughters. Well, one anyway. I forget who the non-Jennifer Grey one is. Uh, Leah Thompson. Leah Thompson. Star of Carolina in the City. Oh, I thought you were going to say Space Camp. Think of her as a star. She wasn't the star of Space Camp? No, the robot's the one that saves the day. Robot? Max. You think about Short Circuit? No. Jim Bean. A plus. That's exactly what he would be drinking. Not fucking... Huh? Not J and B or Absolute. He drinks Coors and Jim Bean. There was a robot, a NASA robot in uh, okay. in Space Camp. Okay. He like he becomes friends with that guy Max. Okay. And they're all in space, and he's the only one that can tell anyone, and he saves the day. I don't think it's pronounced gorillas. Gorillas. Did you catch that? Why would how would they know guns are missing? Oh, they keep track of the guns. That's uh John Milia shining through. Oh, talking about like yeah. the no background checks. Yeah. No licensing. He's put his face in that woman's breast. No. Ah, here we go. I'll tell you which one's the attractive one. Rest in peace, Jennifer Gray's original nose. Did she get it removed? Oh, yeah. She looks like a fool now. The nose, what was, uh, made her attractive. I'm gonna go on record and say I'm against uh, what do you call it? Augmentation? Rhinoplasty. Whatever you call surgery. Plastic surgery? Yeah. Who cares what your nose looks like? You People only care after it's changed. No one knew otherwise. Okay. That, that sounds like something I could get behind. I think she was probably <laughs> ashamed of it. Because it was 
not like a Barbie doll type nose. Yeah, but no one knew that until she changed it, I guess. It looks like a normal nose to me in this film. Uh, that, fence, that fence seems overscaled. It's rather distinct. Well, what's it for? An elephant? A horse horse fence? The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. Base. What are you enthusiastic about? <laughs> I remember the call signs. I listen for them every day. What are they? The chair is against the wall. John has a long mustache. What What are it's those? Free America. Are those code or something? Yeah, like if you were supposed to set off a bomb in the re-education camp, you're waiting to hear that broadcast. Yeah, her nose doesn't look that weird. That's not Jennifer Grey. Yeah, it is. There she is. There she is. She looks like a normal human being there. Yeah. It's odd because I don't think she got it changed that much, but she looks... Look at the size of the fucking landscape. Unbelievably different. And they, yeah. and they freak out. Couldn't they just go somewhere else? Like, do they have to stay... At that park? I mean, I would freak out if I was standing behind that sign right there. <laughs> but you can just go 50 yards into the trees and that's it. Just cover yourself with some twigs. But I guess this movie is not about the guys who did that. It's about the idiots who got as close to the Jeep as they possibly could. They can't avenge Harry Dean Stanton if they... Walk to Utah. What uh, landscape do you think that camouflage is supposed to be useful for? A snowy moss. Yeah, where it's snow, where there's snow and, in patches and trees. under trees. I see. Colorado in November, I guess. He probably got it just in time to ship out, and he's going to get summer camouflage in December when he's going home. I'm sure there's a witty army acronym for stuff like that. For having the wrong camouflage? Yeah, for the army being out of sync with what's whatever's happening. Food. John Milius would know. Because he's a uh, militaristic wingnut. Fusco. Oh, yeah, that's a bad place to be. What's he, do what's he doing with that camera? With his thumb? Do they need to do that? I mean, is that necessary? Couldn't they just go somewhere else? Look at the size of the landscape they could go to. Federalist Cossacks. Check Chekhov's arrow. Yeah, go down there. 
Way to go, Jennifer Gray. Yeah, he can see your nose poking out <laughs> behind that rock. Her nose is fine. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, it's my understanding that Jennifer Gray and Patrick Swayze loathed each other in this movie and were concerned about doing Dirty Dancing together because they had such a bad experience in this movie. Well, they're fighting Russians, and they both die. Danny. That's a stupid hat to wear with your camouflage jumpsuit. Like, obviously, the camouflage does not work. She was able to point the gun right at him. I think she shot him accidentally. Now they're going to drink those guys' blood. Guys overacting. Nice watch. I bet he wished he just stayed in Moscow. Yeah. He's going to get shot on a beaded seat cushion. That's the keys in the truck. Maybe that's military discipline. Waste him, Johnny. Just a we kid. live He's here, a kid just like me. This one's you. Uh, the guy who turns the guy who turns his head away. It's far too interesting for me. Swayze, this seems seems like you're making it worse. I'm like, That's Brad Savage, by the way. Brad Savage. Danny. Uh, Who's that? He was in uh, Isocracy. Isocracy? Uh, the puck band from California? From San Francisco? Iconoclast? Later. No. Isocracy, you probably call it? Plutocracy? Isocracy. Oh. I-S-O. Uh, I've never heard of that. I've heard of Plutocracy. Or Pluto crazy, as you might say. I guess they were proponent. Iso Isocracy, as you and uh, Jock might call it. I guess uh, they were proponents of the ISO standards. Is that and like CAD, CAD line types? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certain. Nine I ISO nine six six zero. That's what they would sing about. I only use uh, he killed himself after that band. He was not uh he was not in the band as they broke up or formed into new bands. He eventually killed himself. Is this along the lines of Berlin being a German thrash metal band? Are you lying to me? I'm not familiar with Berlin, the band from. Aren't they a techno band? 
Fuck if I know. I don't know what from Berlin played except for uh, that Metro song. Take my breath away. Was that even Berlin? Uh, now I don't know, actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm not... I don't know much about commies or the Soviet Union, but would they put, like, a Cuban guy in charge of Russian soldiers? Maybe for this little fucking stupid town. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't... I know we're friends with France and NATO and stuff. I don't know if we would send, like, U.S. Marines with a French lieutenant. What was that guy in the Kepi? What else has he been in? He was in some... He was in uh, Pee-wee's Big Racist. Adventure. He's the... In what? The guy on the left in the little Kepi hat. Yeah. He was uh the convict that Pee-wee hitched a ride with. Here's this prick. Stoli. Never mind. And Kahlua? Is that Kahlua next to the Stoli? And some wine. Um, I'm not that familiar with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Or you mean Big Top Pee-wee? No, I've never seen that. I only recognize Pee-wee's Big Adventure. This guy. Tim Burton's first movie. So the the convict was a Latino? Uh, Way to buck stereotypes, Tim Burton. I don't think he specifically played a Latino in the movie. Yeah, it's definitely him. I ha- I've always hated this guy. Which one? The mayor? The mayor. Yeah, good for being a collaborator. Every other film I've seen him man, I can't sympathize. He's an appeaser. The appeaser-in-chief. Yeah, he's a quizzling. <laughs> Adios, muchachos. Here's me. Oh, that's fucked up. Not the guy digging his fucking grave. I would just, I would just make him kill me. Yeah. Why would you dig your grave first? Yeah, I mean, I guess your hope is that they're just trying to fuck with you, <laughs> and that they're not actually gonna kill you. They're clearly going to shoot you. When they make you stand in front of a machine gun with a shovel. But it could be like a... Uh, I mean, you think they lied to them? A mock execution. We need you to dig a six-foot deep latrine. Trust us. No, they probably tell you we want you to dig your grave, but they're, it's like torture. Then they don't kill you. Like putting a loaded gun to your head and saying, I'm going to kill you. Why did they make the guy with the busted arm dig a grave? Yeah, I think just shooting you is enough. I don't know anyone who would fall for it. Well, I guess Ajuro's dad fell for it. That would be you, then. They're just fucking with you. That guy sucks. 
Here's me again. There's me. <laughs> I would have been singing a isocracy song. Or iconoclast. Or plutocracy. I don't even know if that's a real band. It is. They're fantastic. Yeah, lick it up, baby. Lick it up. Are you talking to the cat? I'm talking to the mayor. Don't cry. Why don't they just kill the mayor, too? I guess they think he's of some use. Let it turn, Maddie. Why is Danny crying? Aardvark's the one whose dad died. Who's Aardvark? Aardvark. Uh, Patrick Swayze? No, he, uh, he goes by Jet. Jet? Jeb? Jeb. Or is it Jed? I thought it was Jeb after the, uh, Confederate guy. I guess it's Jet. Is it Jet or Jeb? Jet. That that would be me. The guy who's not crying, who's aiming his machine gun. Juliet Echo Tango. Gross. You ever hugged your brother like that? Uh I don't have one. Look at that. Look at the disgust on Robert's face. He gotta kill all them first and then go kill the entire Soviet army. Who's Robert? C. Thomas Howell? <laughs> yes. Okay. Have you seen The Hitcher? Now the movie. I'm sorry? Have you seen uh, The Hitcher with C. Thomas no. Howell and Rutger Hauer? I don't know of anything he's in except for this. Uh, and Outsiders? Soul Man? What is Jennifer Grey doing there? Have you never seen this film? It's been a long, long time. The better question is, why would she park her bike in front of a gas pump? What was she going to do? I know what she had planned, but what was like the cover? Wait, what is her plan? Uh, if you wait a second, yep. there was her, that was her plan. To distract those guys to while they shot their tank? Oh, they're going to pop out of the they, ground. That's right. She had a bomb in her basket. Oh, okay. She just destroyed the tank. Here's the coolest part of the 80s. Now all they have to do is do that about... Awesome. 600 more times. It's the best thing John Milius ever did. Really? Have you seen Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> That's infinitely better than this movie. You're saying they should have jumped out of those pits with swords? Yes. And loincloths. wonder how many uh, nice high shot. schools changed their mascot to Wolverines after this. <laughs> Probably 100%. It's almost like the Russians had zero training before they put him in this film. 
Well, they're not Russians. Not a single one. I mean, don't they don't try to do anything in return. Like shoot back or run or drive a tank. They just wait to get shot. Like, what is that guy doing? <laughs> Waiting for a Wilhelm scream here. Oh, this is ridiculous. They need to turn the music down. <laughs> I think I had turned this off. Montage. <laughs> what do you call it? Time delay montage? F. FYI, anyone who takes the side of the Wolverines or enjoys this film uh -huh. or the remake uh -huh. should also side with like the Afghanis, the uh, Afghanis and Iraqis who kill U.S. soldiers and Marines, just to be logically consistent. Uh, there, that guy would be me. I'd be the guy hitting on Jennifer Grey. Yeah, bring bring your friend. I'll be here. I think there's also a logical me. argument that you just like everything that America does. That guy's got the coolest So hat. you would like the Americans for being gorillas here, but when they kill gorillas who are attacking right. them, right. even though in Afghanistan we're the Russians currently. Yes, because logic. your logic is that everything that America does is correct. I would say the logic is people who are defending their homes by any means necessary is reasonable. That's just a different perspective. Is the, is the message of this film. So when they do it in Afghanistan, you should also feel I guarantee okay. you that was not the intended message of this film. It's the reality. Play it as it lays, as they would say. A minus. That was me. Which, which guy is he? The guy in the fez? The guy who, whose job it is to stand in front of that building. Oh. He doesn't do anything exciting. He just stands there until he dies. Oh. I thought you were C. Thomas Howell. Actually, maybe that's him there weeping. Yeah, later on I'm Thomas. Or Robert... I guess I'm an amalgam of all the coolest characters. Yeah. That was a long month. Oh, this fucking guy. Interesting to see if I retroactively hate him in this because he was such a prick in Deadwood. 
Wait, who are you talking about? This colonel. What? What are you watching? The, I'm seeing Leah Thompson walking around in the bush. Yeah. There's a guy laying on the ground. And he's in Deadwood. Let's see if you recognize him. Oh, yeah. Wrong, commie. It's Houston. Cy... Cy Tolliver, is that his name? Yes. Powers Booth. Check, check, check. I'm here. Okay. What was that guy's name? I'm always worried I'm going to be in the jungle. Um, Powers Booth? Yeah, that's what I said. What was his name on the show? Cy Tolliver? Okay, I said that also. Okay. I agreed with you when you said those exact words. I didn't hear you. F-15. That's for pussies. Anyone who's seen Top Gun knows that. How much longer is this movie? 59 minutes, 37 seconds. It's another 59 minutes? Yeah. Jesus now, Christ. Now 59.30. It's only been on 54 minutes. I know. It feels well, some like of an that, eternity. Some of those minutes are going to be, uh, what do you call it, credits that we'll sit through. Hopefully, like, 40 minutes. What else could possibly happen? Uh, I think everyone dies one by one until, like, the two weakest people get away. Jesus. There's Aardvark. Aardvark's <laughs> just there to have a good time. Yeah, so far, so good. Do they take over the coast? Guess I'll, I should listen. Lawrence, gone. The movie that probably came out around the same time, the day after... Uh, took place in Lawrence to a great extent. Similar sort I mean, of uh, message, I believe. Who would care? I mean, <clears throat> if Cuba or Mexico or Russia owned the plains and the Rockies, like, why would it matter? Go on. No one in the West Coast seems to be harmed by that. Right. And no one in real America seems to be harmed by that. Can't imagine going to war to win Oklahoma back. Yeah. 
where where are you gonna get your grain from? What's he drinking? doesn't even make any sense. Like the motivation for the war makes zero sense. Well, there he just says, "What did it start?" Oh, oh, oh. toughest kids in the walk are gonna fight. fight. That would be why one continent would try to take over another. I mean, it's not land rule. Tom Berenger. That's the name. That's Powers Booth. Tom Berenger. That's Powers Booth. Tom Berenger was in Major exactly. League. Exactly. About and he was the thirty minutes ago when you were talking about Major League. I said Tom Sizemore, but what I was thinking of no, was you, Tom Berenger. You said uh, Corbin Burnson. I said that first I guess about we, fifty times, and then I said Tom Sizemore. Uh, but I was picturing Tom Berenger's Wesley face. Snipes was also in Major League. Yes. Willie Mays Hayes. As was... Uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. I guess we should just tweet that. And... The guy who played Jobu. Some other guy is in there. Or the guy who worshipped Jobu. I don't know who that is. I think that was his... Who's the guy that rubs, like, Vaseline on his chest? He seems to be a, a character who would be in some other movie we might have watched. Vaseline. He's the older guy? Tom Berger. Who hates Jobu? Fuck you, Jobu. That I guy? can't stand Tom Berger. Hmm. I will never forgive Tom Berger for killing Elias in Platoon. I've never seen that, but I'm sure that's another uh, heartbreaking. Another watershed film. Sounds like you for sure me. do like Charlie Sheen. I don't know what you were going on about Emilio Estevez earlier for. Unless you want to tell me how good Young Guns is. Aren't they both in that? I don't remember. Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, they're both Emilio in Young. They're Estevez. both in Young Guns, as is Lou, as is Lou Diamond Phillips. Rest in peace. Right. Uh, they're also both in Minute Work. The band from Australia. It's uh, what do you call the docu docu pic docu not a docudrama, biopic. About the band. Split screen in focus, D minus. Who's that conked out? Fucking Cy Tolliver. I would just move to uh, California or something. Here's me.
think that was a quote from uh, Cloudland. What's that? All that hate's gonna burn you up. It keeps me warm. Maybe I'm thinking of La Ciudad. Is that something? No, that was a Witted Rome uh, quote. Wilfred Hankey. Angry Red Planet version 4. After I uh, got over my junior slump. <laughs> Is Leah Thompson crushing on Powers Booth? Yeah, you think he has time for that shit? He's like 60 years old. Who knows how many prostitutes he's been with. Probably in the dozens. He'd also have to take off his entire outfit to have sex with her. <laughs> All the other guys could just yeah, he has zip their flies down. Imagine what it's like when he has to shit. He has to roll it, roll it all the way down to his ankles and squat over a pit in front of the rest of the gang. It seems like coveralls should come with an ass fly. Like a union suit? Yes. They could have fucking built houses by now. They've got... Look at that. They have a lean-to. How much longer is the movie now? <laughs> 61 minutes what? and 19 seconds. You're telling me how long it's been on. It, it hasn't. Uh, looks like not more 51 time minutes, now 10 seconds to the end of the file. Okay. File? My ear hurts like fuck. Uh, the film. The file. I, I, spelled, your I spelled film wrong. What's a flank? Shut up. Um... Did you say that? What did I say? What's a flank? How did I hear that before he said it? No. What? Is that guy about to take off in a jet? <laughs> yeah. If Why someone, would there be a plane a, at this movie theater? If someone attacks you in jeeps and bust down your fence. I don't think you run to get into a fighter jet. I think the planes would also be at the airport. Not in a little fenced-in yard. Like, they had fucking time to go right on that slide. So it said Wolverines. This is fucking asinine. I mean, aren't these soldiers, like these Russians... I mean, it's their job to, like, have this base... And to protect it and to watch out for things. I mean, they seem to be totally confused that this situation could even arise. Oh, it was a Harrier jet, so he didn't need a... A BTOL? A what? Vertical takeoff and landing? He should get... Why is that guy just fucking sitting there? <laughs> Didn't he just see Powers Booth putting that in his plane? Fucking waved at him. Lights for. That would have hit the ejector seat and just flown. He was just sitting there smiling.
How many times is that plane going to blow up? I think they reused some footage. Did I ever tell you about the time I Thank said you, Hal Needham. Das Vidanya to a Russian guy? Uh, no. Every time I ever tell you about the time I said choose to some Krauts? Yeah, I was there. Um, maybe you were. This is a different time. Oh. Tell me about this Russian you were friends with. So, funny you should ask. Um, I was on the cemetery island in Venice. Uh, Fancy. And I was walking around looking for Ezra Pound's grave. Uh, so I could draw a swastika on it. And... I couldn't yeah, find does it. Does he even have a public site? I thought he was reviled. He was reviled? Yeah, he is reviled, or was. For being a fascist. Time. Um, but no, he has a he has a marker there. And in the same huh. area was uh, Joseph Brodsky's grave. And this Russian guy was walking around, and he asked me if I had seen Joseph Brodsky's grave, so I took him over to it. And we stood there a minute, and he was telling me that he was the greatest Russian writer ever, and that he wasn't proud of a lot of things about Russia, but he was proud of Joseph Brodsky. And, uh... I can see that. He was, he was a nice guy. And then, as I was leaving, I said, Das Because that was the only Russian thing I knew, other than Spesibo. Yeah, well, it's fitting. Tovarish, you could have said that. I think that's friend... What does that mean? T- Tolaris? Friend? Huh. Tovarish? T-O-V-A-R-I-S-C-H? I had to learn that in case this ever happened. I could run at someone with my arms in the air. Did he Tavarish? just he just called Leah Thompson and Powers Booth queers? <laughs> yeah. Of course, there's, what, 20 guys there. There's a good chance that at least three of them themselves are what he would refer to as queer. Is he drinking moonshine now? How do you even become a pilot? Yeah, let's go ahead and lean those automatic rifles right next to the fire. That's probably the safest place. <laughs> you put your bullets. So the Russians have never found this guy? And he's just chill enough to hang up tinsel around his fireplace. <laughs> I'm telling you, must be a good life. I don't know why they even had this in the film. It seems to argue against John Milius's point. That was a short December. This music seems ominous. That wouldn't be me. Uh, which? Someone who just was in the explosion? Oh, okay. No, the guy flying the plane. Nice job. 
No, it would not be me. Couldn't that do that. Be. I see. I know what they're doing. I was working Just in burning the sweatshop that made those white winter gear things. <laughs> I was making the headbands that Jeb wears. And the white Jansport backpack. Wait, what year was this? 84? I guess I wasn't doing anything. Playing with Legos? That would have been the guy at home in Georgia playing with Legos. Uh-oh. Chekhov's heart-to-heart. How many how many minutes are left? Uh I hope not many. Why do they always hide right next to like the enemy in the path tanks of the tank. trucks? Yeah. Let's hide right in front of them. It seems like anyone who shoots back at that tank is gonna have a good chance of hitting them. This is where Aardvark loses it. It dangers the rest of the group. What a dumbass. Can't just run away. I mean, can a tank shoot a person? Uh, I guess there's people driving it. Yeah, but he has to turn around. I mean, how fast can a tank drive? Well, there are usually 50 miles an hour. There maybe? are machine guns mounted on it because that's how they shot the people singing. See, uh, your guns aren't even cocked and locked. Yet again, it seems like if you could just destroy a tank with a pistol, it would happen a lot more often. Seems like it would be harder than that. I guess this movie is not about that tank. Uh-oh. It's their first casualty. Yeah. Why even put him in the movie? Did he do a single thing that helped anyone? Eat this. Oh, sorry, eat me. My boyfriend. See, there's the fatal flaw in his plan of attacking a tank with a pistol. Dosvidaniya, bitches. Beat me.
Skewside Tolliver. Forget him. Movie could have been about twenty minutes long. <laughs> they could have just had them all die in that attack, and the movie would be over. Yeah. I guess they're trying to go with the slasher movie route, where they just draw out the inevitable death of everybody. What is she like? Sixteen. Seems, Pretty sure she'll meet another person. Seems inappropriate. She'll forget about him when she goes to space camp and meets Anthony Michael Hall or whoever was in that. Who else was in space camp? Nobody. Really? There was uh, uh there was a white guy. Is there a black guy? There was a black guy who was like the systems whiz. The white guy was like the mission commander. Leah Thompson was the pilot. Uh was Ed Harris. And in there that? was some kind of nerd girl who was a valley girl but was like the smartest person in the world. Uh, uh she was familiar. like communications or something. But she was like a prodigy, smarter than Leah Thompson, but acted like a ditz. Ed, Ed Harris played the mission control guy. Yes, it was uh, his NASA mission control trilogy yeah. character. John Glenn. I think Gary Sneeze was in that. It was before he lost his legs. Gary's niece was in Space Camp? Yes. Are you thinking of Apollo uh, he was, 13? He was married to the woman who went to space with him, but she was knocked unconscious. And they landed in White Sands. What? They landed in White Sands, uh, New Mexico. They went into space... Knocked her unconscious, so the kids were in charge until they came back, and she woke up like after the shuttle had landed. But she was married to Gary Sinise. Okay, I don't remember that movie he, at all. I guess he was like on the land calling them on the phone. Well, how are the Russians still there? Like, I guess they're used to it being cold. See, he's got his his white jacket on. Didn't they free the whole prison camp and, like, <laughs> isn't yeah. the U.S. military attacking? I guess what I'm saying is why, why is the movie still on? So we can see that guy with the fez again. Why does it take the U.S. military to... Uh, six months to kick the Russians out of and the Cubans. Let's be honest. Let's be fair. 
the Cubans out of Colorado. Is this a briefing about who the Wolverines are? The yeah, these are like pictures of the Spetsnots or whatever. The what? The Dreadnoughts? Spetsnots? Oh. S-P-E-T-Z. The uh, Russian Special Forces? They're supposed to be harder than the U.S. Special Forces. If they were to battle, the Russians would win. According to Greatest Warrior. Remember that guy we went to school with that was in the Mossad or whatever, the Israeli army? Like, I don't know if this particular guy with the stick could beat, say, Charlie Sheen from Navy SEALs, one-to-one. But I believe as a whole, their group is tougher than the U.S. I think because the Russians themselves will kill them if they don't win. This is asinine. He does not... Maybe he doesn't know what a high school mascot is. But he seems pretty comprehensive to study the actual creature. (laughs) My group, I guess, would have been the pirates. We would have had to yell pirates when we were killing Cubans. I mean, how many Cubans are there? Like, 400,000? How could they take over the entire (laughs) Midwest? I mean, Cuba is closer to Florida, to the U.S., than these places are. We could just go take over Cuba. Uh, Didn't they say they came by way of Mexico? Fair is fair. Yeah. via commercial airliners. Still, how many people could Cuba field? I mean, not just soldiers, but to support them as well. A quick look on Wikipedia should answer us. I mean, how many fucking tanks do you think Cuba has? Let alone support staff. I mean, each like infantry gra- infantry guy needs 10 people to support them. Yes. You know, to fill the Coke machines, pump the gas, things like that. Yes. Make these white uniforms. Yes. To force Well, they also have Honduras and El Salvador and all those people behind them. No, they were attacking those guys, so they wouldn't be on on their side. Well, maybe they forced them into, uh, they conscripted them, like Barry Lyndon, into the Prussian army. That's the best place to lay down. To run in front of your friend's machine gun. Like these Spetsnaz guys, they don't know how to return fire or, like, take cover. They just stand there waiting to be killed by five teenagers. Huh. I know the message that Mulius is trying to send, but it does not seem... Uh... Reasonable. It's not very credible.
C. Thomas Howell's going to take that guy's mask off, and it's going to be C. Thomas Howell's face under it. <laughs> that would be worthy of making this film an A+. Yes. As long as they never said anything about it. Why do they bother shooting him if they're already dead? Yeah, 32 more minutes to go. Jesus. Where's Jennifer Grey? She's probably standing guard. She was doing it earlier. Okay. Yankee. What's that? There's Jennifer Grey. Yeah, I saw Pointing her. a pistol at him. Just to remind us that she's still got the nose. Do you think that that thing has the uh, fine tuning to pick up a guy who's from one foot away to three feet away? I'm going to assume you're talking about Jennifer Grey's nose. Here it comes. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Daryl swallowed a bug. Who's Daryl? The guy who's about to get his ass kicked the, by Patrick Swayze. The class president, Daryl? Yeah. The guy with the he same jacket as Patrick Swayze? He's not even wearing white. He's like asking to be found. Now he's being thrown into a fire. He swallowed a tracking device because he's a piece of shit. And those special forces found him with it. <laughs> Dog face. I'm going to remember to yell that at my killer. North face. We live here. That's what every Afghani says before he shoots a U.S. Marine. So if you think what Patrick Swayze just did is okay, then you should support the Taliban. Uh, Fact. The Taliban? Whoever's in charge of fighting the Americans the in, Af in Afghanistan. Uh, yeah. They still have the Mujahideen? Well, they were the nice. ones who fought the Russians. The Taliban kills their own people, though. I guess C. Thomas Howell just killed his own person. So I don't think they see it that way. I guess we are meant to believe Dumb. Taliban are good. C. Thomas Howell. 
He's from here, you know. From where? Erie, Pennsylvania? There's a billboard uh, on the interstate going towards the airport. With him. With his face on it. Selling cognac. No, uh, I don't know. What is um, uh, Crown Royal? Is that cognac? No, it's Canadian or is it pronounced whiskey. Yeah, he's uh, he drinks Crown Royal, huh. apparently. I don't know if anyone here cares. I can't imagine anybody would. No. People are going to drink Crown Royal regardless of whether C. Thomas Howell <laughs> likes it. What was the last thing he, he was made in? Soul Man? I guess probably a commercial for that. I don't even know if he's still alive, but his billboard's been up for I don't know how long. They don't change them very often here. I think there's still one for Bedazzled up with that guy from the Mummy film. Bedazzled. Bedeviled. <laughs> what? Monkey Who's bum? that meathead Monkey that bum? was in The Mummy, in The Mummy Returns? Brendan Fraser? And yes, he was also in a movie called Bedeviled, and that, that billboard is still up. It's got Elizabeth Hurley in it. Huh. Bedeviled? Yes. Maybe it's bedazzled. Bedazzled. Never heard of those. It definitely starts with a B and ends with a D. Buggered. You think this is great acting here? <laughs> How many words can you think of that start with a B and end with a D? I don't know D? if you're just giving... Bastard? Um, yeah, this is good acting. What a phony. Have you ever cried? It's pretty bed similar to that, bed, I would imagine. Bedrid? Bedridden? Uh, no, I haven't. Bedrid. And what's the point of this noise? He was trying he to. He could get just say, "Hey, there's no one there." <laughs> Charlie Sheen's attention. Anyone that would hear that, he's like an inch away. He should just hand it. Anyone that could hear that can also see them. So he could just say, "Charlie." The first time I saw this was in the theater. I was probably like 11 years old. Even then, watching this for the very first time. I knew it was a setup. Wait, what was the setup? And I was like a tween. This scene? I was not a battle-hardened gorilla. I don't know if you're supposed to cluster your forces like that either. This part here, when the truck drives away. Ah, uh, I see. A box of food just falls out conveniently. Even I knew... That was a trick. And I was five. I knew that I knew that if they ate it, that within four minutes they would be attacked. What is it a bunch of cans of botulism? <laughs> the intention was to give them all the runs. Give them all food poisoning and they would die within six months. He's gonna shoot Tony. How could they not know that was a trick? 
save some for the rest of us. Even if you... I wonder what that is. Cinnamon rolls? Just about to blow up. Even if you didn't have a suspicious nature, the fact that the guy you just shot from your own team yeah. swallowed a bug... Yeah. They should have let her eat it and seen if it watched for a half hour see if a helicopter attacked her. People don't eat like that no matter how hungry they are. I mean, if you hadn't eaten in four years, there's still only so much you can put into your mouth at one time. Yeah, and I would still leave those red <laughs> delicious apples on the ground. Yeah, I'd have my, I wouldn't even let my horse eat them. Who the hell's that guy? Is he even in the movie? That's Brad Savage. He's a guy from uh, Isocracy. Is that guy even in this movie? He was in the same band, same as Operation IV. Wait, what? Rancid? Operation Ivy? Yeah. Same guys. And I think some of them went on to form Rancid. Okay. This is why Patrick Swayze uh, hates... Jennifer Grey. This scene was ad-libbed. What, is she dripping orange juice on him or something? Yes. Yeah. The second worst only to maple syrup. He actually shoved her down a 20-foot ravine after this scene. And then later they filmed Dirty Dancing together. Which we should tweak next. Yeah, I've been uh, encouraged to do a tweak of that. I don't know if I've ever even seen it. Oh, yeah? I've seen the that little YouTube thing of the David Lynch version. Huh. I have not seen that. Which is amusing, but I have not seen the film, so I don't know if I get all of it. I think that would have killed her. Yeah, that thing's probably not shooting 9mm rounds. <laughs> no, it's probably like a fucking half-inch dick. They left all those apples and stuff. Now they're just going to starve. The Russians could just wait till they starve now. What their horses have been eating? Rice. More parallels to the uh, Afghanis riding horses while Russians attack from helicopters. Oh man. Staged. Horses got the fuck out of there. 
Um, when I was uh, tween, I couldn't wait for this to happen to me. Which part of it? Having to go live in uh, the when mountains? Robert here about to shoot down, oh, spoiler alert, to shoot this helicopter with his RPG. Ah. And then, then get away and live his life in peace. Of course, I would have been yelling, pirates. Or maybe raiders, if they had attacked a couple years later in high school, not middle school. <coughs> Wait, what's... What was a rock bridge? Oh, rockets. He shot a rocket-propelled grenade at the helicopter. Some shit fell out. And a guy fell and the out. The guy... Flew away. And now what's it doing? Just floating. And now around. a second one's coming. And he thinks the rifle's going to work. He's about to get fucking spray painted onto that rock. Well, let's just see. Let's see. Just got the shit strafed out of him. They don't actually show him hit, so I choose to believe he gets away. They never show his cold, dead hands, so what happens in the movie is all that counts. So he probably just walked across the mountains to Kansas or wherever the safe territory is. Nevada. Why would they even try to conquer this area? I mean, what are they going to use that that area for? Well, the the planes are probably where all of the nuclear arsenal for the United States is. So perhaps it hmm. was uh, strategic in that regard. Not so much like because this is where the good restaurants are. Why didn't they take? Why didn't they go after Los Angeles, or Seattle, where Mighty O Donuts is? Yeah. yeah, but the U.S. isn't going to nuke Seattle. You just send some Russians to take over like the square blocks around Mighty O, or what's it? What's the Voodoo? Oh, yeah, they can have Voodoo. The place is disgusting. What's the one that wasn't? No, what's the one that uh was by your old house? It was a shitty area, like a shitty strip mall. The one right by my Sweet house? something? Uh, yeah. I had to walk over there by myself because you uh, wouldn't take me. Uh, shit, what was that not the called? Not the fucking drive through place that spilled, <laughs> spilled that milk all over the floor. Uh, some place I had to walk by myself. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, it was a cupcake place. Ah. Something cupcakes. I don't know if it was worth traveling across the country for or to invade a country over. Uh, my guess with the nuclear weapons is not that they would be used against our own cities once they had gotten taken over, but that they would be used to retaliate against Russian territory. Hmm. You're the strategist. Should have filmed the uh, sequel. 
which is ridiculous, by the way. Wait, what is this? The remake or the sequel, whatever oh. sequel, whatever it is. I would be surprised if it was more ridiculous than this. Oh yeah, it's got like cloak and dagger stuff. They like in they like sneak into some, you know, Soviet la- or North Korean lab, uh-huh. deep underground and shit. And of course, they're all like white blonde teenagers, and the Koreans don't notice that they're probably not in the North Korean army. Wait, the new the remake is about North Korea invading the United States. Yeah, North Korea conquers the United States. That seems in the in the remake. There's probably as many people in Cuba as there are in North Korea. I don't want to speak for the North Koreans, but from what I've heard from our own propagandist media is that if they got shipped over here, they probably would just drop their gun and say, can I live here, please? That's what I would do. I'm sorry I parachuted onto your car. Can I have a job at this car wash? Or can I cook meth? It's not snowing anymore. He can take that white coat off. Robert left that beret there as a decoy because he made it out alive. Who's Robert? Jennifer Gray. See, see Thomas Howell. He should just change his name to Robert. I think I would have shot her several times just to be safe. He was hoping she was still alive so they could make out. Huh. Jed. J-E-D. Juliet. Echo. Delta. The guy's got a death wish. Maybe maybe he just can't spell Jeb. He's wearing Ugg boots. And yoga tights. Well, looks like prototypes. Well, that guy you said is in Operation Ivy is still alive for some reason. He doesn't kill himself in the film. He killed himself in real life. Like in 87 or something. Well, what I'm saying a for big some reason punk is scene. Jennifer Grey as a character, but kept him. I'm sorry, I don't follow the logic. Why, and why would the filmmakers kill Jed? They, unless, like, it's some sort of uh, like they killed Janet Lee and Psycho so early because you believe that she will be in it throughout the whole movie because she's the most famous person in it. Um, spoiler alert: Why would they kill C. Thomas Howell and not the punk guy from East Bay? Maybe because it's the end of the film and no one in this film was famous at the time. You don't think they knew C. Thomas Howell was going to be famous? His fucking name is C. That that other guy doesn't. Why did they kill the guy? You don't go by C something something unless you're gonna be famous. Unless you're hiding something. What do you think the C stands for? 
Carl. Or they could just leave now. I mean, what is the diversion even for? <clears throat> the state, the mountains are fucking huge. They have to, they, do they have to like sneak across the border only by walking down Main Street? Uh, basketball goal in the background. That's, uh, hokey. Treacle? <laughs> Maudlin? Maudlin? Overkill. A transparent ploy to, like, manipulate our emotions. Yeah. They're brothers again. He's wearing the high school jersey again. There's a burned out basketball goal. This whole movie is just that nonstop. Jingoistic. These guys don't seem so bad. I mean, he's just reading magazine, writing letters. Bankers land. The commie regime <laughs> doesn't seem so bad. He doesn't know how to use a uh, centerfold, though. He didn't even lower the uh, <laughs> third page. I guess he just likes... Looking at titties and nothing else. <laughs> Doesn't want to read her turn-ons. By my calculations, this should be over in five fucking minutes. <laughs> Ten minutes, thirty-two seconds. Jesus Christ. That's what made me want to become an architect, seeing that piece of wood fall, but yet there was a whole piece of glass behind it. I wanted to find out why. I mean, look, they have, like, these bunkers and tanks and shit set up and guard towers. It seems like it would just be their full-time job to be prepared for shit like this. And then two high school kids... Just in the army in the turmoil. Like they didn't know. They didn't know they were in a war. Wait a minute. What's that noise? Is that a gunshot? Did you know that Patrick Swayze trained with the Afghan army for six months to learn how to throw hand grenades like that? I didn't know that. Oh, there's that guy. At least the guy from Pee-wee's Big Adventure is still alive. Yeah, we'll see. Why don't they get in one of those tanks and just drive around? No one would know. Does <laughs> that guy behind them get hit by the 
rocket. Seems like a major design flaw. I mean, if it burned him, why doesn't it burn the guy shooting it when it goes past the front? Is that a Lana Kane gun? This guy knows what he's doing. He's the only guy that knows what's happening. I wonder why he can't yell to his men. They're on the train. Or get in that tank and to shoot the train right now. Seven minutes left. I wonder what's going to happen. Jesus Christ. Maybe next time we'll watch a Invasion of a Smaller Country. The movie will be over sooner. See, here's what I think I would do. I'd shoot him right now. No, not tell him I'm here. Here I am. <laughs> and get shot several times. Well, that's why Patrick Swayze is the worst actor of his generation. He's also dead, you know. Is Leah Thompson alive? Uh, I don't remember seeing her get one, killed. One quarter of the Wolverines are dead. In our timeline, obviously three quarters are dead in their own timeline. This guy's not bad. Uh, one quarter of them. You mean Patrick Swayze? Patrick Patrick Swayze and Brad Savage are both dead. There was eight of them. I don't know if you count Powers Booth. Well, I don't know. See, Thomas Howell might be dead. Ugg boots. It seems like that that Cuban guy could have saved everyone a whole lot of trouble and just stayed in Havana. <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't he have had to have, have that crisis just then. Dead. He wouldn't be missing his wife right now. His men wouldn't be dead. The starkly lit swing set area wouldn't be where Charlie Sheen dies. If he does, actually. Don't know if they ever say. Uh, he looks pretty dead. I think breath's pouring out of his mouth. They made him put an ice cube in his mouth so he wouldn't sting. Don't cry! The end. Fuck. It's not the end. We gotta watch the American flag go up. 
and then wipe our tears. So this is Operation Ivy guy and Leah Thompson. He was not in Operation Ivy. He was in uh, Isocracy. A pre-Op Ivy band. Okay. I mean, they weren't the same band, but they had the same name. Okay. Operation Ivy stole their name from Isocracy's first name. I don't think any of the members were shared, but he was in it temporarily. He left, and he killed himself later. He didn't kill himself, like, on stage or anything. Huh. Just, like, the next year. I think they were better off in that town. Free America looks like shit. I don't see any donut shops. God. Are you crying? No. If if I am, that's just at how hacky the fucking writing is. I think they spelled plagued wrong. Isn't there a U in plagued? C. Thomas Howell. Jed. Red Dawn, 1984. A+. That's not me. Darren Dalton. They didn't even give him a real name. Brad Savage, rest in peace. Doug Toby, I don't know who that guy is. That was an A+. Johnson actually is dead. A+, you say? Yes. So you thought it was better than Europa Report? They didn't even have a real Russian play the Russian guys. Where's Barry Corbin's name? He was a big part. I would Judd give, Omen was I would give an A-plus to something that I want to see again. I never need to see this again. You picked this movie, and you also picked the previous one, which, Tweet Cards, was The Born Identity. I would watch that again. I'd watch that again tonight. Another, ex- another exercise in American jingoism. I never need to see this again. Another cowboy movie. American cowboys killing anyone they want at will. Uh, I would say that Born Identity is more anti-American than it is jingoistic. He doesn't seem to show any remorse that he's just a hired hired killer. Yeah, exactly. It's illustrating how horrible the U.S. military-industrial complex is. Well, who says that we need to be watching anti-American films. Uh, I don't know. I assumed you did because you were a <laughs> turncoat. This was a... This seemed to be a pro-guerrilla, pro-Taliban film. Well, Jesus, that was gonna... fucking terrible. How long was that? Two hours? You can watch Platoon next. You haven't seen that one yet? It's got Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe, yeah, Tom Berenger. I would be interested in seeing that, although... Forrest, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, it's got fucking Johnny Depp. I think I'd like to see it and actually watch it and not... His first role. No, it was not his first role. 
on film. Nightmare on Elm Street was his first role. This came out before that, and it also came out before 21 Jump Street. I guarantee you that the first movie that Johnny Depp appeared in ever was Nightmare on Elm Street. I just have to agree to disagree. There's no way to really find out or prove either side. In my reality... No way to prove either argument. That is the case. He was... In your timeline. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street first. Is that even an American film? It is. Is that not... uh, What's his name? Wes Craven? No. Yes. Who's Who's the body horror guy? David Cronenberg. Scanner? Yeah. Don't let them bury me. I'm not dead. <laughs> that guy. Yes, that's Wes Craven. Oh, he's in uh, Serpent in, in the Rainbow? Yeah, that's who that is. Oh. I just had the poster on the wall at uh, Tech in my, I guess, freshman or junior year uh-huh. studio. That was my decoration on my column. Was the Serpent in the Rainbow poster. I remember there's a scene where a woman bites into, like, a wine glass, and it was not a turn-on. Uh, so what did you think of that film? I thought it was pretty terrible, and I'm falling asleep. <laughs> this is the first time okay. you've seen it since, like, 85 or something? No, you don't I... You watch it all the uh, time? I watched it... Well, I tried to watch it maybe five or six years ago and only made it about maybe 25-30 minutes because I had forgotten how unbelievably nationalistic it was. Looks like last time I watched it was uh, December 9th. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, uh, sounds like you want to wrap it up. Yeah, and I haven't eaten dinner yet either. Oh, so I forgot you actually do that. Eat dinner? Well, like you have a thing where you sit down and eat lunch. You sit down and eat dinner. Which is fine. A lot of people do that. But I forgot that was like a thing with you. How do you eat? Dinner time, lunch time. You stop and eat lunch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I either pull something out of the fridge and eat it, or I open a can and eat it there at the counter. Or... While I'm walking down the stairs, open a can, walk down the stairs, and by the time I get to the bottom, the can's empty. I throw the can in the recycle bin and continue down the street. Okay, well, thanks for joining us, Tweak Hearts. We'll see you in episode three. Yeah, tune in, tune in next time when I'm awake. Which will be Premium Rush, starting, starring, I think, Seth Rogen. And you have been listening to Film Tweakers. Please visit online at sisyphian.com and click the Film Tweakers button to hear more films get tweaked. Don't forget to hit contact to tweak our own performance or to suggest our next film.